Welcome to the Marvels, Mysteries and Midlanders podcast. Prepare to take a dive into all things mythical, eerie and downright strange. Stick around, you might just enjoy yourself. It's a very intimate recording. There's about how much space would you say is between me and you with the microphone? Half a 30 centimetre There's, ruler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do not ask me how I know like, that. If I sneezed or maybe lunged, I'd be in Adam's vicinity. We're in kissing distance, really. Yeah. Close. Oh. Getting closer. Oh, yes. <laughs> so welcome to Marvels and Mysteries and Midlanders. Today is a different episode. It's a bit more, a bit more stripped back if you're into that sort of thing, because Lewis has decided to take a impromptu trip to Ross on Y. Now, where's Ross on Y? I, uh, I don't know. Apparently it's not far from us, Lewis says, but it's where they film the Netflix series Sex Education. Oh, I've been told to watch that. I think he's actually going to be an extra. And he'll be in the background. He goes, a massive dick. You know, if it's Lewis, he'd be, I've got a massive, I've got a massive dick. <laughs> <laughs> so to I think my impression's quite yeah, good. It's coming along, right? I've got massive penis, and I? <laughs> I call myself a voice actor, but you know, if you can't nail Lewis's uh, voice, what are you? But anyway, what we're trying to do today is, as uh, Lewis isn't here, and we don't want to jump into anything too big or proper. We're kind of going to honour him in a way, not like he's died or anything like that. <laughs> We're going to honour his memory. And also to you ladies out there who do enjoy the uh, dulcet tones of Lewis Carr, we're very sorry he isn't here this week because Lewis does have, indeed, some female attention. Attention. People think he's an, I'm en- not surprised. He's an enigma. He is. They think he's a man out of time. They think he's from 70 years in the past. Like, and I do get it. Yeah. Yeah, but people don't know Lewis how we know He's actually a, a sexually voracious animal. We, we don't know him like that. I, I deny I know, do. I deny I know him like I that. I know him the most, and he's <laughs> dangerous. Like Lewis does at the end of most episodes, he brings in his uh, little story, factoid, what have you, of the week. And what me and Adam are doing is kind of similar. Things we've found, new stories, things we found interesting in the week, and we're just going to riff on it, mate. So it's going to be a, le- a lot more laid back, you know. Is there, do you want to start, Adam, or do you want me to start? Do you want to ease you in? Uh, ease no, me in. Okay, I'll ease you in. Ease me in. Start with something interesting. This was actually sent to us um, by the Haunted Housewives podcast, who we appeared on a few weeks ago on an episode about sexy ghosts. And that episode itself will actually be released on our channel in the start of October. So you get to hear all about the sexy ghosts. So today, the uh, story <laughs> was sent to me by the Haunted Housewives podcast, and this is Adam. Hello. You and me met whilst working at Aldi, yeah. We did, yes. Do you recall any strange product recalls while you were there um not, not particularly no good start i remember one time because i'm such a good employee yes the, found a full a full screw about like a nearly three inch long screw inside a bag of grated cheese <laughs> had a, a wake up in the morning and also i remember one time we did a recall because there was metal inside the popcorn chicken like in the, in the box the ones? The box ones, yeah. And the, the bad thing was, I gave the last box to a customer just before the recall came out. So if you did die, little Benny, I'm sorry. <laughs> little Benny? Say little, little Benny, he's about 18. Yeah, so rest in peace, little Benny. But yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, little Benny. Little Benny. <laughs> Grown man, little Benny. He Maybe. died doing what he loved. <laughs> Eating popcorn. popcorn chicken. Laced with sharp metal bits. 
Have you ever had to return anything for a strange reason before in a store? Not a strange reason. The only reason being that I'm probably so deep into my overdraft that it feels like the right thing to do. Listen, I bought this uh, <laughs> this Roomba <laughs> three years ago, and I'm poor now. I got the receipt. Because but I just trust me. Take my word on it. <laughs> it's defective. So this is a bank. <laughs> oh, well, got some money for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, no, I don't think I have, to be fair, either. I've returned stuff, but unfortunately, no interesting stories. Just more finding stuff with weird stuff in yeah, you know? yeah. Metal in the cheese. Metal in the chicken. Metal in your... It's always metal, always. Metal. Because, mate, factories, mate. Oh, fuck it. They don't, know, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. But, yeah, anyway, so today... We're talking about Bumblebee Tuna. Bumblebee Tuna. So that already blew my mind because in Ace Ventura 2, When Nature Calls, <laughs> one of my favourite 90s comedies, uh, when he's speaking to the tribal's people, he starts saying, because um, there's a, a line they say, I think it's like, welcome. I can't remember what it is, but he keeps saying Bumblebee Tuna. He goes, nice to meet you, Ace Ventura, Bumblebee Tuna. He keeps saying Bumblebee Tuna. I thought he was saying it. Because of the film, I thought it was. Oh, know, yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. he was saying it because he, it was just sounded funny. But it turns out, Bumblebee Tuna is actually a tuna brand. Oh, really? That's the story. How interesting is that? No, it's not the story. So, um, <laughs> they issued a product recall on some tuna fish tins, and I personally, I like my tuna fish. Yeah. Lewis always warns me that I eat too much, as due to the mercury content inside. Oh. So yeah, so they did a product re- a mass product recall on some tuna fish. But following this. They had to weather public relations rumours because apparently the tuna fish recall was caused by a human falling into the tuna grinder. <laughs> oh my <laughs> like goodness. You know, wait, <laughs> wait, that's not good. Yeah. Well, there'll be a few more bones in the tuna today, guys. That is one of my... I hate that, you know. I know because they say all bones have been removed mm. or at least attempted. I love that. It's always like I have to say attempted removal now. But whenever you get one, you bite into it like... <laughs> I have a claim. <laughs> I'm making some money. So yeah, the rumor was that this big recall was done because somebody fell into the tuna grinder. Mm. Poor unfortunate soul. Poor, poor person. What a way to go though. There's some weird deaths out there. I reckon if you are gonna die, like falling into a tuna grinder is one of them. Yeah, falling into a tuna grinder is probably quite high on quite high on the list. <laughs> I'd rather be dead first. Uh, I mean, yeah. Unless you want to feel yourself grinded into nothingness. Depends for how long. Like maybe like half a second, I can take that, and then just ten minutes blackout. <laughs> ah! Ah! It's really slow. <laughs> yeah. So that was what happened, and they had to weather these uh this crazy press relation press relations, public relations uh, story about possibility of human remains being inside the tuna itself. Oh yeah. Now the article says that it was called to be a hoax, oh, but my there was. Goodness, I can see the fly. Ladies and gentlemen, there's about to be a fly murder in the studio. I mean, I actually quite like animals, and I avoid killing flies. Animals. Well, they're part of the animal kingdom, you know. Insects. They're God's creatures, great and small. So currently, Adam is currently sifting oh, through his blinds, looking for it. He has been vanquished! The fly is dead. Long live the fly. Our previous reports for recalls were apparently all, quote-unquote, machine malfunctions. But maybe that's what they want us to think. I mean, where does the room that somebody fell into a tuna can? Just one just one guy crushed into a tuna can. Yeah. The reports were apparently reinforced by a tragic event that took place in 2012, where a Bumblebee employee was cooked alive in an industrial oven. Oh, my. That is... Fucking Jesus. That is horrible. That is very... Uh, that's, that's low on the list. How mad would you be if I, you died whilst working at Aldi? I'd be dead, so... I felt dead there anyway. Uh, you, you, yeah, it's I true. had no. Yeah, I mean, prop to anyone who does work at Aldi and <laughs> listens to this, you know, we've been there. Five, five and a half years been there, and 
I mean, it may be a great store where you work, but where we worked, it was not good. It was soul crushing. And yeah, met some great people. Yeah. Adam's here. Hello. But most of it, guys, it was just a terrible, terrible slog. It's funny because it's like they take away all your basic human needs. It's brilliant. Yeah, I love it. Such good memories there. If anyone from Aldi's listening to this, please sponsor us. <laughs> yes, we'll, 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 yeah, yeah. We'll stop slandering you. The hummus is great. <laughs> But yeah, that was that's basically this. It's a kind of a mini story to come into it with basically someone apparently found to yeah got grinded up. I bet they got some like because like any any PR is a good PR, isn't it? Gets yeah, not when people about yeah, but you're not going to buy the product though, are you? Oh, there's people in those tins. Yeah, but they might have like a for some strange reason like a stock rise or something, some fancy investment term. Some guys just buying tins just for the possibility that there's people in. Yeah. There. Yeah, because you yeah. can sell them on like the black market or something. We've got some man meat in this. It says tuna mate, but some people not, will get off not. on that. Like the thrill of eating tuna, and there might be some human remains in there. Yeah, it's true. I oh. mean, I mean, I unfortunately was told about the art of zoo a few days ago. Oh, don't Google it. Oh, it's not. And if you're listening as well, don't Google it as well because it's it's bad. It's not like ha ha ha. It's gross. Let's Google it. Oh. What is it? The, the art. art of zoo. I just porn video. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh, no, 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 See, that was no. uh, oh. brought to... I oh, know, it's sake. the worst thing I've seen on the internet in a long time. <laughs> but I'm glad we got it on air. <laughs> Adam discovering... You know, so what would you say about it? Oh, like, first thoughts. No, the first thoughts is I need to take my glasses off yeah. and rub my eyes. Yeah. Stuff. Well, Marsha bought you some bleach sprays on the shelf there. Thank you so, so much, Marsha. Marsha, you're a gem. Thank you. <laughs> it's not great. I was pulled into it unwittingly. There was a whole thread on Reddit basically mentioning it, but not in the way that it would be. But honestly, don't don't look it up. I just saw a black lab. That was it, and I just yeah. don't pour. No. Yeah, or we're gonna say or if, if if it's bad and it's got animals involved, we have descended. You, you know where we it's going. Descended. Just don't do it, man. In such a short amount it's, of time, it's, it's for. <laughs> Put it together. Adam mentioned porn. Now he's mentioned no, Black Labrador. No, yeah, just no, 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 move on. What have you got for us, Adam? Next, we've got Bumblebee Tuna. We're going to ignore the art of zoo conversation. What have you got oh, for us now? Okay, so I'm excited about this. One. It, it takes more of a bit of a serious element now. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, make yourself a cup of coffee, maybe some wine, something nice, and prepare to descend into the depths of Adam's psyche. Oh goodness. Um, okay, so I told you earlier that uh, recently I took a trip to. A nice little uh, mountainside place. What was it called, Adam? I can't remember. <laughs> Where was it, Adam? I don't know. <laughs> I was kidnapped by this lovely girl and taken to this mountain. Sounds uh, like the start of a dream. Yeah, yeah. It was a dream. It was great. It was a great dream. Yeah. Um, and we like started climbing this mountain. It was really good. So, uh, it's only like a short steep, but we come to this like little waterfall, and we were just like standing by the waterfall, looking over. Um, and it was, you know, just really nice. You have, like, some strange moments in these... And then I pushed her over. <laughs> <laughs> She's no longer with us anymore. And, yeah, so we just started talking about stuff. Like, we, we sat there for quite a while and somehow got into the topic of, like, religion, uh, philosophy. Oh, it's good. Well, you're going to university to study philosophy. Yeah, exactly. Too, and uh, she, she reminded me of a story I read, like, a little short story called The Egg by Andy Veer. I think it's Veer, Weir? Weir, mate. Weir. Us, uh... 
normal uh, talking folk. We <laughs> stick to the letters as they are. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best. Andy, we're right at the Martian, did you say? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. I think so. So, you know, a lot of you probably have read The Martian or are aware of the, the film made by Ridley Scott. Anyway, carry on. Sorry. So I'm probably going to, I'm an awful storyteller, but I'm going to try my best. Would you like um, assistance? Uh, no, you should be all right. Like I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. try. So I'm going to just. Okay, so I'm going to start the story off. I'm thinking, do I give like a little premise? Do I kind of give give an idea? It's up to you. Don't give it away too much, though. You don't want to spoil it. I'll give it away too much. All right, I'll just start. So it begins by saying, you are on your way home when you died. It was a car accident. Nothing particularly remarkable, but fatal nonetheless. You left behind a wife and two children. It was a painless death. The EMTs tried their best to save you, but to no avail. What's this got to do with eggs? Hold on, James. <laughs> I'm telling a sad story. <laughs> Uh, your butty, your butty, <laughs> your butty. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at this. Your body was so utterly shattered, you were better off. Trust me. And that's when you met me. What? What happened? You asked. Where am I? You died. I said, matter of factly. No point in mincing words. There was a truck. It was skidding. Yep. I said. I died. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I died. But don't feel bad about it. Everyone dies. I said. You looked around. There was nothingness, just you and me. What is this place? You asked. Is this the afterlife? More or less, I said. Are you God? You asked. Yup, I replied. Yup, 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 yup. Is this? Are they talking to Humpty Dumpty? Um, if God is Humpty Dumpty, yeah. Uh, and he, be oh, I didn't even say I'm God. He said, "Yup." He replied, "I'm God." My oh, at least you were close to them. So yeah, 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 pretty much. Uh, my kids, my wife. You said. What about Dude. them? <laughs> You're butchering it, James! <laughs> what about them? Will they be alright? That's what I like to see, I said. You just died and your main concern is for your family. That's good stuff right there. You looked at me with fascination. To you, I didn't look like God. I just looked like some man. Or possibly a woman. Some vague authority figure, maybe. More of a grammar school teacher than the Almighty. Don't worry, I said. They'll be fine. Your kids will remember you as perfect in every way. They didn't have time to grow contempt for you. Your wife will cry on the outside, but will secretly be relieved. To be fair, your marriage was falling apart. If it's any consider, if it's any consolation, she'll feel very guilty for feeling relieved. Oh, you said. So what happens now? Do I go to heaven or hell or something? Neither, I said. You'll be reincarnated. Ah. <laughs> ah. Yay. <laughs> ah, you said. So the Hindus were right. All religions are right in their own way, I said. Walk with me. <laughs> Walk with me. Walk me. Take a walk. You followed along as we strode through the void. Where are we going? Nowhere in particular, I said. It's just nice to walk and talk. So what's the point then, you asked. When I get reborn, I'll just be a blank slate, right? A baby, so all my experiences and everything I did in this life won't matter. Not so, I said. You have within you all the knowledge and experiences of, your, of all your past lives. You just don't remember them right now. I stopped walking and took you by the shoulders. Your soul is more magnificent, beautiful, and gigantic than you could uh, possibly imagine. A human mind can only contain a tiny fraction of what you are. It's like sticking your finger in a glass of water to see if it's hot or cold. You put a part, tiny part of yourself into the vessel, and when you bring it back out, you've gained all the experiences it had. You've been in a human for the last 48 years, so you haven't stretched out yet and felt the rest of your immense consciousness. If we hung out here for long enough, you'd start remembering everything. There's no point to doing that between each life. How many times have I been reincarnated then? Oh, lots. Lots and lots. And into lots of different lives, I said. This time around, you'll be a Chinese peasant girl in 540 AD. <laughs> no, I'm all right, man. I don't want that. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> oh, 
Wait, what? You stammered? You're sending me back in time? Well, I guess technically, time, as you know it, only exists in your universe. Time is relative. <laughs> Things are different from where I come from. Where you come from, you said? Oh, sure, I explained. I come from somewhere, somewhere else. And there are others like me. I know you'll want to know what it's like there, but honestly, you wouldn't understand. Oh, you said, a little let down. But wait, if I get reincarnated to other places in time, I could have interacted with myself at some point. Sure, happens all the time. And with both lives only aware of their own lifespan, you don't even know it's happening. So what's the point of it all? Seriously, I asked. Seriously, you're asking me for the meaning of life. Isn't that a little stereotypical? Yes, mate. Well, it's a reasonable question, you persisted. I looked you in the eye. The meaning of life, the reason I made this whole universe, is for you to mature. You mean mankind? You want us to mature? No, just you. I made this whole universe for you. With each new life, you grow and mature and become a larger and greater intellect. Just me? What about everyone else? There is no one else, I said. In this universe, there's just you and me. You stared blankly at me. But all the people on Earth. All you. Different incarnations of you. Wait, I'm everyone? Now you're getting it, I said, with a congratulatory slap on the back. <laughs> nice one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm every human being who ever lived, or who will ever live. Yes, I'm Abraham Lincoln. I'm Abraham Lincoln. Four score and 20 years ago. <laughs> and you're John Wilkes Booth too, I added. I'm Hitler, you said appalled. Oh, no. And you're the millions being killed. I'm Jesus. No. And you're everyone who followed him. You fell silent. Every time you victimise someone, I said, you are victimising yourself. Every act of kindness you've done, you've done to yourself. Every happy and sad moment ever experienced by any human was or will be experienced by you. You thought for a long time. Why? You asked me. Why do all of this? Because someday you will become like me. Because that's what you are. You're one of my kind. You're my child. Whoa, you said incredulous. You mean I'm a god? Like Neo. I'm a god? <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. You're a fetus. You're still growing. Once you've lived, I'm forty-eight. <laughs> Once you've lived every human life throughout all time, you will have grown enough to be born. So the whole universe, you said, is just an egg. I answered. Now it's time for you to move on to your next life, and I sent you on your way. And that's the story. That's very of cool. The egg. I like that. There's a lot of things brought up in that. I'd like to bring up, like okay. um, reincarnation. Yes. Like obviously, some belief systems believe in it, but how terrifying would it be having all your reincarnations put into your brain at once? You'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like yeah, that. Yeah. I think. And it would just be like a, a complete mind uh... mind boggle. I think it's a really cool idea that. That everyone on Earth is the same person. Essentially, they're just different reincarnations of. That's insane. So of you're one moment me, in time. And you're me. Yeah. But what if you're me? But I'm you. But or you're me. But, but I'm, I'm you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, what? So. Yeah. So like the whole, the whole, it kind of attempts to explain or gives an explanation for the meaning of yeah. life and says that Earth is just like a vessel, so that. This entity that is me and you and everyone the can grow and mature 
so that they could then go on to their life, like the the godly life yeah. or wherever the, the god comes from, or god or gods. Um, and it's really interesting. I thought it was such a, a unique take on. It is, on yeah, I've not, I can't say I've heard. Um, let me try and rack it into my my tiny little brain. <laughs> because uh, what was it now? The in your life, you obviously age. Yeah, you go yeah, through yeah. various every decade, and you are technically a different person throughout your life. Yeah, yeah. You're never really the same. If you are, you haven't grown. <laughs> or been, uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, but the fact is that could tie into that as well, because he's saying, you know, you are everyone. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't believe that, saying that, every, you know, yeah, if you yeah. didn't believe you were scientific about it, you are technically at the same time yourself throughout your life, but you're also different people as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could believe it, not necessarily on a complete, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, human race sense, but you yourself are various different people Yeah, and it, throughout it, your life. It comes back to... Uh like an argument of how do you actually know what your true self is because you you put on so many different uh, personas and personalities with different people like i would not act the same with someone else than i do act with you why not because we, we have a very unique re- uh, friendship james um i'm embarrassing is what you say <laughs> <laughs> but it's true like how do you really yeah, know true. and you can even say like uh, it's like tweaks isn't it it's not like you well, yeah, some people yeah, yeah. do go into complete different person mode but you make minor tweaks, like you yeah. swear more around some people, you swear less. Yeah. You may be more flirtatious with other people, yeah, exactly. and others you definitely aren't. But people may say that like, it's just a whole, like, all encompassing personality yeah. that you, you just uh, you let out with other different people. It's true. But it's, it's, you know, when you're by yourself, you're never truly yourself. You're still trying to kind of convince yourself this is the person you are uh and even if like there are certain things that you want like you want to be a certain person yeah. you will you will convince yourself that you are this person well that's the thing because recently i've been having this thing like when you think about it because i get told a lot that i'm a nice i'm a nice person I'm a nice guy you know mm-hmm. whatever nice guys finish last <laughs> and uh <laughs> and i sit there thinking like am i a nice person or do i put on the facade of a nice person um, actually an asshole because then I think about mm. the bad things I've done the the anger outburst the the little the petty things you yeah, do yeah, yeah. and when you think about it you're like well if I was a good person I wouldn't do that but at the same time no one's really black or white are they it, yeah everyone's kind of a grey mulch it's just Different shades of fifty shades of grey. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, fifty shades of mulch. Fifty shades of mulch. Yeah. But you, you have to strip it back and say, well, what really is a good person? And then you can't really define oh, yeah, yeah. what a good person is because everyone has their own subjective good definition. Person of it. is someone who sits through a twenty-eight yeah. series long yeah. show, <laughs> doesn't complain about it at all. A good person is whoever listens to this podcast. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're a good person, viewer. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> this is this is fantastic because. In my mind, I was like, we're just going to talk about random news stories. But now I feel, I feel challenged. I feel mentally challenged. <laughs> just, uh, we just have to re- reconfigure, reconfigure that sentence. Mentally. I'm mentally challenged. <laughs> I've been challenged. They've been challenged. Mentally. Yeah, 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 in, yeah, that's, what, that's what we mean. It's just a joke, guys. <laughs> so sorry. I do like that angle. Because at first I was like, it's Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I do, I do, I'd really like to have, have fun with it. But it's, I think, and also it's about the meaning of life thing. Because there are actually many meanings of life if you think about it in certain different um, yeah, yeah. aspects. Like if you go biologically, the meaning of life is to reproduce and continue the human race, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know, if you think about it um, in a way, I guess, in a personal way, mm. 
I don't think personal is the correct term, but that's what I'm going to go with. You Essentially, the meaning of life is to make the most of what you've got. This this life is for free. It may be the only yeah, one we've got. Life is yeah. for living. Yeah. I think about the chance, the choices of the chances I've had, the choices I've made, blah, blah, blah. And I've been incredibly lucky to have the things I do so far in life, yeah. you know, with the voice acting, the opportunities I've had, you know, and obviously I've worked towards it. It's not all been given to me, but at the same time you think, is there like a, because we've discussed this before about karma and stuff, mm. and you're not massively, you're not into I don't. And, that's, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. I'm not, I'm not going to, but I think, you know, is it because I am a quote unquote good guy as it, the good things I've done? Mm. paid off in that respect or is it literally just chance and i've got these you know opportunities just through working through it and i've just been lucky enough to just meet great people and have great people in my life yeah um because there's people out there who you hear the stories and they've had terrible terrible lives there's other people yeah, yeah. who haven't had a chance to even start their life before yeah. it ends and it's crazy yeah because it's is it just one big roll of a dice? And, I, that, and that is it i think it is it's just taking opportunities when they come because you could, I don't know, I'll, I'll think about something and I'll be like, I could go out tomorrow and just stumble into someone. Mm. And then all of a sudden you, your life's changed. Like from one interaction with one person, you meet yeah. someone. Um, not even necessarily like uh, someone that you're interested in, like like uh, in a romantic way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You meet a friend and well, then they invite you, you to something yeah. and then all of a sudden you meet all these other people and then they notice like maybe a talent of yours and yeah. like, oh, I have this like... entire life path opens exactly, up. Yeah. Just from and one interaction. Mm. Like, and you don't realise that the power of the power of opportunity... And That's correct. It's yeah. whether you take it or, or you don't. Because even not taking an opportunity can still present... Oh, exactly, yeah. Like, so really, you win anyway. You being win a anything. yes man. Yeah, have, you seen, have you seen the film Yes Man? With uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great film. And basically, you know, he's, he's a no man at first and he starts t- saying yes to everything and then it starts to go bad because yeah, he yeah. agrees to a lot of stuff. And it's... I think you're right, it's about knowing... Which path to go down, when to say yes, when to say no. Because obviously yes is a positive word, isn't yeah, it? You know, yeah, yeah. in most respects. Yes. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah. No. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly what you mean. If you, uh, if you enjoyed that little short story, there is another story, like another book by Andy Veer. It's called All My Friends Are Dead. Morbid. Andy Weir seems like a very philosophical, morbid kind of guy. There is a picture of a dinosaur. It's cute. Um, it's, it's not particularly it's happy. It's meant to be a ph- philosophically comedic book. Just a slight correction. Andy, would you like to sponsor us? It's, Andy Weir doesn't even write it. It's <laughs> by Avery... Mo- Avery Munson and Jory John. So apologies, uh, uh, Andy Weir. Please back off. We don't want Look, your support here. It comes straight up, Andy Weir. But on Google, it is under Andy Weir. Fuck you, Google. <laughs> Adam, thank you so much for that story. I feel You're welcome. Like, I, if I if the storytelling was a bit butchered, I, I apologise. That's some notes, but it's all right. <laughs> Maybe try and slow down next time. <laughs> Maybe not get interrupted as so much. Did, so did you think of... So obviously you're on your little mountain hike. Did you yeah. think of that while you are up there? Yeah, we were talking like at the top by this waterfall. Babe, I've got this great story <laughs> called the egg. I, I don't... Do you know what? I don't even know how we... She, she is just one of those pers- like one of these people that you'll just stumble into random conversation. Like you'll, you'll go with it and... Yeah. Like you, you never like you never have like heated discussion. Like it's just all yeah. kind of like for for the literally the, the pursuit of knowledge. Like it's, yeah. you just want to hear what she says, and, and you know. So you're saying she's interesting. She is very yeah. very interesting, yeah. and she's uh, a lot smarter than she thinks. And and it's there's um, a lot of people like that. You, do you know what? It like you. And the there's also a lot of people who are stupider than they think. Yeah, as well. there are a lot of people in a high academic uh, setting that are fucking idiots. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, but. And there are people that, you know, just, just kind of like have everyday jobs and 
they have not seen to be like particularly successful in, in what they do, but mm-hmm. they are ridiculously smart. And it doesn't even have to be a case of uh, being academically smart or, yeah. uh, you know, to, to kind of quote the horrible term street smart. Yeah. Um, there's also like person smart, I believe, like mm. uh, just being able to read a person is, book smart, is no. I feel like more intelligent than someone that is like massively book smart. Yeah. Um, but then you have like the social elements of that and people that can't actually like read people just yeah. due to like being I think like intelligence that. goes far beyond just I know things yeah, yeah. about it, you it know. does it does go both ways. Yeah, it does yeah, it does like there's intelligence on very various different levels and I think people don't get I think it's based on society as well, but we don't get credit for it as society. well. Society. Society needs to be overruled. We live in a society. <laughs> you got there before me. <laughs> but I think as well, like, there's people, I think I mentioned before in the podcast, how there's so many talented people out there in the world, artists, writers, blah, 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 musicians, you know, so many people. And obviously the people who are in those positions who to get a platform and make money off what they do and live comfortably yeah. is really good. But there's so many people who are just working day by day in a job trying to get that platform yeah, everyone's yeah. fighting to get you know the life you know yeah. i can't live i'm making money doing this how i earn my living doing yeah. this something you enjoy because i think it is right though when you say it's society because someone might i say i wouldn't even have advice for someone but if i had to give advice to someone mm-hmm. that has like a passion for something that that doesn't really want to give it up but, yeah. but has to get like a regular everyday yeah. job to which, survive. which we do guys you know uh, we're, we're speaking these quote-unquote truths here mm-hmm. but all three of us have to, you know, work. We just do this in yeah. our spare time to entertain you. So, better be grateful. <laughs> but, like, I th- I'd say, like, my, my, if I had to give advice, I'd say you, you have to make a choice of whether you want uh, to kind of suffer with, like, a, a shittier with life. A smile. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's literally like suffering with a smile because at the end of the day, if you get to do what you love, you, mm. you'll accept the fact that you can't get certain things like you can't mm. live in like a nice house or you won't have as much money yeah and I'm, i'll try like and they try and balance it by getting a job and also following the passion but then you yeah. have a 50 50 split or, or whatever That's the split the thing. is yeah like with me what i've had to do obviously working because i've been doing voice acting for you know like four or five years at this point yeah and i need i need to have a day-to-day job to get by because you yeah, know yeah. work isn't as frequent as i'd like it to be yet (laughs) and basically (laughs) if you're listening to this (laughs) and basically the way it is with that is the passion the voice acting will always come first yeah yeah and yeah like you said like like, uh, i've in the past i've had to call in sick to work to they don't go in a voice shop and the the job itself they act supportive of your talents but they aren't as soon as it becomes a hassle for them they have to rearrange your shift because you've got a breakthrough in your talent yeah they don't want to hear it so once because and this is, I don't know if I've ever said this before. Oh. I had to, um, I faked that I'd been in a car accident to get out of a shift at work. Not not like a dangerous one, not like you blood everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. I basically said that I'd had a scuff in the road and that, you know, I was in a bit of shock. And I, thinking about it now, it, it wasn't the best thing to do. I don't know, it's quite all. creative. It's creative, yeah, but morally, there's people that have been in car accidents and actually been through it. You would kind of drift into, because uh... I don't want to be a liar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. I don't, you know, yeah. like I've, I've, I've got myself into trouble in the past for lying because I thought it's better to tell them a story that they'd enjoy rather than yeah, yeah. give them the truth. Which at the end of the day, the truth is because, like, unfortunately, yeah. you are easily replaceable. It's true. In, in, like, in, big, in, in big everything, company. really, yeah. in everything. You're expendable, yeah. James. Yeah, we're all expendable in our own special ways. But the thing is, like, I just don't get me wrong. And not every time I call and stick to work for like a, an acting job or whatever, I didn't make up this massive excuse. It's just oh, that one yeah. day, I just. It just felt like it, it felt so much harder yeah. to call in sick because 
Every time you call in sick now, your future employers are going to be like, do you have an acting job, James? <laughs> huh? yeah. Where is it? <laughs> and there was this obviously, at this job, they call you up on, on the, the same day yeah, yeah. and be like, are you still feeling ill? Oh, my God. So it's... Can you come into work now? Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, you're feeling better now. It's produce to yeah, do, yeah, James. Yeah, basically, yeah. So that is, that's that. We've got quite deep into this philosophy. We have. Bit, we have. This is good. But uh, do you, have, you got anything else to say? You have to carry on. You can carry on. But one more thing. We're going to go back into the uh, the realms of the spooky now. Oh, okay. I've had my mind blown philosophically. And now this is... So when it comes to hauntings, there's got to be certain specifications to convince me personally that something legitimately spooky is going on. What would you, what would you say? Yeah, it takes what, quite... What, what would... Listen, mate, yeah. What would you personally consider a haunting? Um, I think something that I can't put logic to. Mm-hmm. Like, if I can't like address it in my mind, like Seeing this, this was. If I saw a figure, mm. then I'd be that would haunt me. Yeah. I'd, I'd be a bit spooky. Haunted by the haunting. Yeah. So what's the, okay? If your house was haunted, yeah. Yeah. What would be the smallest thing that could happen to convince you there's something going on? Probably a noise that I was unfamiliar with. Because I like, do you know? <gasps> yeah, <Never> literally. <laughs> Is that a gaze? <laughs> Must be. But yeah, like, Dad? <laughs> do, do, do you know when you're like you're so used to your own house and you yeah. can, you know all the noises? Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, probably a noise. Okay, cool. Well, this story we're talking about haunted pub. Now, I'm personally when it comes to hauntings, you know when they have pictures of orbs and dust streaks and stuff and like oh, it's yeah, a ghost. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy it anymore. When no. I was younger, maybe, but now I need to like see full blown apparition yeah, yeah. to be convinced or or a twisted face. But yeah. So, we're going to the pub, mate. We're going to the pub. We're going to the, the White Hart in Corsley, Wiltshire, which you better believe is currently dealing with some paranormal activity. So, the pub landlords claim their venue is haunted, and they've captured the ghost who has a quote-unquote musty body odour on camera. The pub's owners have given him the name Henry, and they believe he's an old landlord. So, first things that got their uh, suspicions... Going up was a CCTV camera caught the moment a bar measure appears to move by itself. I've seen the video, and you know what makes me kind of dubious is the fact is that when it starts moving, the barmaid turns around and goes, "Oh, look, it's moving!" But I guess you know, like, yeah, it's just like I guess even if they didn't notice it and it moved, it's still I don't know. Like I've seen so many videos of uh, poltergeist activity or stuff moving about that even if it is real there's been so much bullshit filtered into me that I just don't believe it yeah even if like a real poltergeist was to show up I'm a poltergeist where's the strings you'll change (laughs) you ain't real mate get out of my face so yeah so there was this video the drink measure moving the couple who run the pub claim it has a history of spooky presences making itself known to staff and the actual punters itself some have even described feeling of a hand touching or scratching them our staff have to put up with a lot. Can you, can you imagine just feeling a scratch on you? Bloody hell, and someone was just, <laughs> just scratching you. Ooh. Ooh. Did I get the itch? I can sense it. Is your <laughs> oh, is your neck itching now? What was that? It was my neck. <laughs> but they said that their staff have to put up with a lot. One time I was getting something out of the safe and fat an hand around my leg. Fingers and thumb gripping it. It was unreal. Are we drifting back into the ghost sex? Sexy ghost. I mean, I think Henry, his body odor is just too rank. Mm. Maybe he knows Ray, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ray. Good old Ray. A couple of times, they've had regulars actually walk out the pub looking very spooked. And it's only a week or so later they admit they saw something behind the bar. I think it's just Henry, like, ghosty naked going, <laughs> pelvic pushing towards him. Gyrations. <laughs> That's supernatural gyrations. 
They've also said, we've seen it too. It's hard to describe. It's like a fast-moving vapor trail. We've got it on CCTV as well. The waiters themselves have felt hands touching them too and being scratched at by something. They seem to get picked on. Ghost bullies! <laughs> Henry's a bully, mate. Leave me alone! Does the ghost not know it's cool to be kind? It's cool to no. be nice. No, it's not, mate. He's dead. He can do what he wants. Maybe he was nice in life. Yeah. Now he's a bastard yeah. in death. I was nice. This now is I'm all bad. I get. I was nice and now I'm Sounds nasty. Sounds like a ghost superhero <laughs> origin story. <laughs> he was the nicest man in life, but now he's a ultimate bastard. I, I imagine him like with a like a Brooklyn accent. Or something. <laughs> hey! Hey, you! Hey, Dame, get over I here. I used to be nice, sir. <laughs> but now I'm a little bit nasty. <laughs> I used to be nice, right? And now I'm a little bit naughty. <laughs> <laughs> it's a prohibition thing, you know. That's why I live in the pub now. I like the booze, you know. And like, if I if I'm gonna come out there and uh, touch your leg, squeeze touch his leg, I'm gonna touch. do it. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be looking at me like a palooka, all right? <laughs> I am what I am, and I'm dead, so I do what I want. Get out of here. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna get out of here. So yeah, so we've got now we've got uh, Brooklyn Henry yep. haunting a pub in uh, Wiltshire. Wiltshire, yes. I'm a long way from home, so I'm just celebrating. Yeah, what's he doing? In I'm having a good time, all right. <laughs> what's a Wiltshire accent like? It's just like hello there, I'm posh. No, I don't know. Wiltshire's like fucking some... posh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to my farmyard. <laughs> the farms in Wiltshire. We, we've, oh, uh, yes, there is some, but there's farms everywhere. So yeah. They aren't exclusive, I believe. But yeah, so they've been getting this haunting going on. It's been picking on people. They're getting very upset. They've even said themselves that if anyone has any history on the pub, they'd really appreciate them getting in touch as we'd like to know what happened here. The owners, known as the Gills, said the otherworldly goings-on did not make them want to leave the pub, but they do have to leg it upstairs each night after turning the lights off in the pub. Have you ever had that before? Yeah, but when I was younger, I feel like I, I get it occasionally now. I'd be more intrigued now. Like, I, face I, me, demon. <laughs> yeah, demons. But no, like when I was younger, I think it is just like the paranoia in your head. Mm. Like you, I think I was. I can't remember what I was watching, but it was basically saying if you look into the darkness for long enough, like your eyes will almost like form, imagine yeah. something. Like it mm. will form like a structure. It will form like a figure. And you will believe you see something. I've and then you there. can even convince yourself, like, I saw something. Mm. When really it was just you, your eyes like trying so hard to find something in the darkness. I remember once on one Christmas Eve, I was lying in bed and there was a mirror up. It was a bunk bed and there was a mirror on the wall. And I couldn't sleep. Because I was so excited for Christmas and peasants. And I was staying and it was like a real... It was The room was basically dark, but I think the laptop screen was on. So it was like illuminating the room or something like that. Yeah. And... I was lying there staring in the mirror thinking, oh, I just want to sleep. And he stared into the mirror long enough, my face started to like morph. Yeah, like, it does. It almost like I started aging. Yeah. It was yeah. the strangest thing. And they do say as well that some rituals can be practiced with mirrors. So what if I was like halfway into like ending up in an alternate S universe? Some like satanic Santa. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas! Fucking <laughs> <laughs> demons everywhere. Yeah, exactly, mate. So um, Adal and Steve Ellis moved into the pub two years ago after it was empty for seven years. Before they moved in, they were actually homeless themselves. I don't know what details there, but you know that's it. There seems to be just some strange details that they add in. Do you uh, know when like you're trying too yeah, yeah. too hard too to hard convince to someone of a lie? Yeah, yeah, I know. You put too much detail into a lie, <laughs> and it's wearing, like I think he was wearing a red shirt with uh, it was flex on the shoulders. <laughs> it was a red Ralph Lauren shirt. <laughs> Lauren, <laughs> Ralph Lauren. Uh, I think it cost about sixty pounds. It was sixty nine ninety nine. From next, I've got the receipt. <laughs> and when I shot him, oh, sh I mean, uh, when he was <laughs> shot. <laughs> but I know what you mean, though. There is yeah. such a thing as too much detail, which is annoying because I like 
to write detail down sometimes. Yeah. Well, then I'm like, is it too much? His veins were. Three, I feel like in a three yeah, meters long. In a, in a story, it's okay because like, it still depends are, though. Because it was like, but if it's like a little, uh, that's how you write those. If you're trying, you're trying to convince the the, yeah. the list or the, or the, the <laughs> if you really want to hammer it home. Yeah, yeah, I get you. And that's it, really. That's the haunting. That's the story I come so, across. So do you believe? Do you believe? I do. You were a believer. I've had, oh yeah, you are. I've seen a lot of um ghostly things, and my family have as well. And that so I was I was talking to someone about. Yeah. Uh, she said that she had some ghost inspectors come to her house. That. I mean, and I did think it was almost like a, mm. you've got gold. Yeah. It's like, now give us two thousand yeah, pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get rid of them for you. But we've got a vacuum. You, you've got the deluxe package. You've got the ghost sucker nine thousand. That'll do it instantly. Hey, don't be sucking me off with no ghost sucker nine thousand. All right. Yeah, I know. It's um, I do believe massively. And my dad himself. Hello, James's father again. <laughs> Hello. Uh, he was part of the West Midlands Ghost Club. Which, really, um, that's was, cool. It was a yeah, you know, it was just like a, a society of people who had shared the interest in ghosts and the paranormal, and they go and do like uh, ghost hunts, like most haunted. Yeah. Obviously, there wasn't Daryl Corey going <laughs> in the corner of the room, but like, they go to these places. You know, they set up cameras and they do the tests and stuff like that. And you know, this, it was a big thing in my family for a while. Like day to day life was just about ghosts. About and stuff. ghosts. So my dad will you know be coming home, spending all night in places, and he went to some amazing places, and he did see some genuine stuff and, and I think he's going to give us some of his stories for the episode we're doing in October about oh, really? his experiences because yeah. Yeah. I know I will and anyway uh, so the reason where it really started to because I've always had interest in it before he did this because he's raised me reading me ghost stories and you know, monsters and stuff like that it's where the interest kind of come from and when he was doing this uh, job I say job it wasn't like a paid thing when they go to places they wouldn't uh, ask yeah. for money or anything like that they just go just to investigate it and the more he did of these things the more our house, because our house was a new build as well mm. that we moved into, and it just started getting haunted more. Haunted her. Haunted her, that's a new word. More <laughs> and more haunted, sorry. It got worse and worse and yeah. worse. Like crazy stuff. Like so, I could do a whole episode talking about it, oh, but okay. I would. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. But we'll, we'll definitely have some on the um, the October episode. Yeah, because I'm not like, I. it's not like I don't believe in them, but. I'm not convinced. You've not I, like, seen I, I, I would like. I like to be. I, I would mm. like to be convinced. Like, convince me if I can see yeah. like, not necessarily like a Casper full blown bloody, apparition. Yeah, bloody Casper coming out of the wall, being like, "Hey, Casper. I'm like, that, there you go. That's yeah. a ghost. I've seen one. Yeah, but uh, I want to be convinced that I can't put logic in that. Like, because yeah. we have to find reason for things. We all have to like, yeah, yeah. The logical side of your brain always wants to. Because I mm. think if you go about believing in all the illogical stuff, you almost lose the. The magic. The, that, and also kind of the credit of if you did genuinely see something, you'd be like, oh, I've seen yeah. a ghost, but, they were like, but you also believe in aliens, you also believe that the Earth's yeah, flat, yeah, yeah, you also yeah. believe... Because if you're always talking about crazy stuff, yeah. who's going to believe you when you actually have any... It's like the boy who cried wolf kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just kind of... I do think it's but, yeah. it's sad for people to deny this like kind of world. It bothers me when people just straight down yeah. go, it doesn't exist. Imagine like just not having the capability to, to think that there's something outside of what you see. Yeah. Uh, I think, there are th- what a sad little life, Jane. <laughs> there are some things in life you genuinely can't explain. So when you go to places and there's just a bad atmosphere, yeah, yeah. Like it just feels wrong, like almost terrifying. Like your fight or flight kicks in. Mm. Nothing's happening. There's nothing bad happening. But yeah. You suddenly feel that urge to just run. It is You're like, in danger. It is like a trigger in a computer, isn't it? Or a yeah. machine. Yeah, like yeah, of you, course. You yeah. Hit a fail ghost save in the machine. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Yeah, that's but I th- uh, that's our episode, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. So I, it's gone a lot deeper than I yeah. anticipated. And yeah, no, no, don't go. Yeah, it was it was great. I had a great time. <laughs> 
Don't yeah. say yeah. Yeah, so we've had, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the intro of Bumblebee Tuna Man and then the depths, deep depths of philo- the egg. philosophical discussions and then philosophy. Uh, philosophy and then uh, wrapping up with a good old ghost story. But yeah, thank you so much, Adam, for having me. Thank you. Hope, hope- <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and uh, hopefully. Y'all have some nice hauntings out yeah, there. Yeah, uh, please do if you are listening as well. If you have got any uh, hauntings or strange experiences that have happened to you, email them to us for our Halloween episode we're going to do. We're going to try and get them in. And also, if you want certain one of us to read it out, because Lewis will be there, just put the name saying, want it to be read by Adam, James, or Lewis. And if you want me to read you a bedtime story, send me a private message. We'll put, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do that. I'll forward it to him. But yeah, if you want to get into contact, <laughs> if you want to get into contact with us on email, it's marvels.mysteries at gmail.com. And also we're on Instagram, which is at MMM Idlanders or MM Midlanders. Adam knows exactly what I'm going to say because it's become my thing. So yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Hope you haven't felt the, uh, the absence of Lewis too much. He'll be back. He's in Ross and Y, probably chatting up every single woman who lives there. Can you do an impression thing. of Lewis trying to chat someone up? Right, Bab. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right, Duck. G- do g- you know fish can fart? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, uh, Lewis, I hope you never listen to this episode. He probably won't. Yeah, he won't. Yeah, he does his own thing. He'll be yeah. playing Dota or something. Don't, no. Fucking Dota. <laughs> Dota, mate, yeah. So, yeah, thank you so much, guys, for listening. Hope you have a great week. And until next time, we are Marvel's Mysteries and Midlanders. Bye-bye. You say up the beanstalk a lot, and I don't know what it truly means.